Combo Nation, what's up? Friday Night Lights. If you know, you know. Combo Nation, what up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 289 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Also, man, share this episode, share it with a friend, share it on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, share it on your IG stories, and tag me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Today's show, Pierre, co-host of House of Highlights Through the Wire podcast, joins in to react to the 2021 NBA draft, a fantastic conversation with P. You can find P on Twitter at PeeWeeThePlug. That's P-E-E-W-E-E-D-A-P-L-U-G. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Friday Night Lights, Twitter Spaces, Combos Court, crazy collaboration. Uh, welcome back to the show, man. Welcome back to Combos Court. How you feeling today, Pete? I'm good, man. How you? I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. Yeah, man. Reaction to the draft, top five. You know what? It surprised me, but in my opinion, every team, every team took best available. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on the top five and the biggest surprise to you. Just yeah, your general thoughts on the draft. On the top five picks, or your biggest takeaways? Uh, my biggest takeaways is that. The draft is the most unpredictable thing in the world. Like we got so many people who all year round put in so much work, you know what I mean? Including myself, you know, I do the mocks and YouTube videos and whatnot. And I think this past year showed us that it's like, it, it's just no, it's no, uh, what do you call it? It's no professionalism. And like, I don't want to say professionalism, but there is no expert. There's no expertise. There's no expertise. I, I, I had seen no mock with Josh Giddy going six. I saw no mock with Davion Mitchell going to the Kings. I, I didn't see any mock of Josh Primo going to the San Antonio Spurs. Like, and I'm a guy who does it, but then I also look at everybody else. I look at what you post, Kevin O'Connor, uh, uh, my boy Keandre of Hoop Intellect, Adam Spin, Coach Spins with his stuff, uh, Corey Tluba. Um, and Albert with the draft deck, I, I would look at it all. Rashad Phillips, um, my guys at Draft Junkies, and none none of us were even remotely close to anything in the first the, the lottery. You know, to be exact, it was some it was some some misses. I mean, some um some hits. This you had the Scotty Barnes and Jalen Green thing. Um, I don't. Some people in my comments were saying that Kaminga were going to go to the Warriors. So I don't know if he's going to stay, but they did call that. But I don't know anybody. Then this is what I want to start with. I don't know anybody that thought Davion Mitchell would be drafted by the Sacramento Kings. That was a surprise. And I really like Davion. But, man, I don't really like the pick. I don't really. You got a lot of options at that point. And I think you swing for upside, man. I think you swing big there. Yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to see them do something. Um, I'm a guy that wanted to see them get some more skill. 
But even even if all you had available right there was upside, I would prefer that than to draft somebody um, at a position that your face of franchise plays. I just don't think that that makes sense unless you have guys who are combos or can be versatile. I don't see Davion Mitchell being versatile enough to play minutes on a court with De'Aaron Fox. And I don't think that that's what you want. I don't think you want uh, De'Aaron Fox playing off the ball um, at a two or, you know what I mean? So that didn't really make sense to me. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised that the Warriors didn't take book night. I'm surprised the Kings didn't take book night. You know what I do like about the Warriors, though? What I do, they're not really, they weren't really listening to the noise. Like, they weren't, they didn't care what anybody said. Because, you know, a lot of the things around Kaminga was negative. So yeah. I just felt like they just took the best player that they felt for their future. You know, I, I like that. Like, I respect it. It wouldn't be the direction I would go in, but I kind of respect that draft pick. I like it because they did what I wanted them to do. I always, in in my mocks, had Moody going to them. I just felt like with them having two picks in the the lottery, the Warriors can't, if they keep their picks, they can't pass up on a guy like Moody, especially because they have two picks. So you can can do an upside pick like Kaminga, but then you also get a guy who maybe isn't like an upside with this high ceiling or anything, but he can come in and contribute to what you guys like to do. I think he fits ideally for the Golden State Warrior type of wing, long arms, switchable defender, and he can play without the basketball. Um, so I think those are now, again, I'm going to say what I kept telling everybody. I don't know if what they're, if they're going to stay or be warriors, these two guys, I don't know what the plans are. Um, but if they do stay, I like, I like teams taking, when you have two picks in a lottery, that would be my ideal thing. Get somebody that I trust to come in and produce and then take an upside guy, which um, the Warriors did, the Magic. I like what the Magic did at five and eight. Jalen Suggs kind of fell in their lap. And I like Franz Wagner. Yeah, the thing with Jalen Suggs was, obviously, it was the right pick. It was the right way to go. But everybody was calling the Magic the biggest winners, and I felt like the Raptors were the biggest winners. Like, I was opposite of what everybody was thinking, you know? I'm like, wow, that's a great draft pick. And everybody – and I even seen – People saying that, like, the Raptors are losers, which I totally disagree with. So, to I me, like, in the top too. five, the, the Raptors are one of the biggest winners. Yeah, I don't think they could have – I don't think it was any situation where they could have came out a loser. But That's I true. definitely think that uh, – I don't know. They, I, I, I'm not going to go up here and say that the either or would have been a, a bad pick. I like both with the Raptors. I'm not mad they took Barnes, but I wouldn't have been mad if they took Suggs either. So, I think they are in a unique situation with a top five pick and with their roster, that it wasn't really any wrong move that they could have made. Uh, I just want to know why Raptor fans and the Raptors in general are uh, obsessed with getting a guard. Like, even now, they have rumored interest in Lonzo. They had interest in drafting Suggs, which makes sense because he was one of the better players available at their pick. But you have Fred Van Fleet, Malachi Flynn. You're going to bring back Gary Trent Jr. Anobi is going to be on the wing. Uh, uh, Pascal is probably expandable. But it's like the guard position is one position, in my opinion, that I don't think that they needed to overly stress about. What was more surprising to you, Primo or Josh Giddy? Uh, Primo. Yeah. And that's that my favorite play in the draft. But uh, I just didn't see that. Anytime I talked about him, I talked about him being a steal um, in the later part of the draft. But, you know, what, what my beliefs with the Spurs, because a lot of people are trying to go in on him or whatnot, but it's like, Sometimes the at-home GMs sit back and like, man, you should have traded down. But it's something that had to transpire that the, the Spurs felt like they couldn't even afford to take that risk. 
But, I, you know, I, if you have a guy that you like, just take him. And the Spurs did that. And I see why they like Josh Primo. I like Josh Primo a lot. Um, like I said, that's my favorite player in this draft outside of the, the top five obvious guys. Like, I really think Josh Primo can hoop. Um, and I'm interested to see the ways yeah. that the Spurs use him. Yeah. Knicks, 19. Man, I thought they were going to go with Jalen Johnson there because I just thought. So he glad was they didn't. <laughs> Why not? Jalen Johnson, that wouldn't make sense for the Knicks. Upside pick at a position where our best player plays, he probably doesn't really meet his upside. One of my comps for him is Julius Randle. Even like the Obi Toppin thing. The Obi Toppin thing didn't work. Not A better passer, I would say, like, potentially. Who? Over who? Jalen Johnson. Like Over who, though? Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, potentially. Like when you're talking about comp. Yeah, right now, I mean, right now, um, right now, Julius Randle is, is – like if Jalen Johnson can become anything close to Julius Randle, that's a right. great career it's a win. for him. It's a win. Yeah, but I just feel like he can't he can't grow into anything. The same thing with Obi. Obi was our eighth pick last year, and he couldn't do because Julius Randle had an All NBA season. So to then get Jalen Johnson and now have Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Johnson, I ain't, yeah. I wouldn't have liked that. I would have been very upset if they did that. What'd you make of the Knicks trades? I loved it because. Um, when we got to those picks, I, we we were in the spaces, and I kept saying, like, damn, out of the, all the guys that we really wanted, none of them are there. Chris Darte was gone. Trey Murphy was gone. You know, nobody was really there that the Knicks loved. So trade it. If you don't love – don't – I don't like when teams don't get what they – like, you know, if you don't love somebody, then don't don't take it. Trey Mann was gone. Um, so they did the right thing. You trade back, and a lot of guys that we were projected to get anyway, st- we still got, like, Malice McBride. We still have him. And we traded yeah. back and we were able to get some more for it. So I'm I'm happy with what we did. I I would be curious to see if the Pacers didn't draft Chris Duarte, if the Warriors would have took him at 14. I think they would have. Yeah. But then but then again, are the does that mean the Pacers are taking Moody? No, both available. Both available? That's a great question. That's a real good question. I wonder what they would have done. We'll never what know. I, what do I think they would have did? No, I said we'll never know what they would have done. Oh, we, like, it, what do you they, think? They yeah, what, what do you think? Love Dorte. That was the rumor that they love Dorte. But yeah, I'm happy with the next draft, man. We got a uh, Miles McBride. We got a, a, a drafting stash guard. Um, I like his film. Reminds me like a little bit of Drogic, except he ain't as quick. Jericho Sims. Um, Crazy athletic. Most athletic big in the draft. Yeah, he gets his chest on the rim. Yeah, he's uh he's crazy. He's crazy. I got a weird winner, though. I What's got up? a weird winner. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, bro. Okay. The Brooklyn hey, that, Nets. Cam's a tough – Cam's a bucket getter, man. You get the best score in the draft. You get interior presence um, with upside with De'Ron Sharp. And then they got one of my sleepers, Kessler Edwards. Kessler Edwards can defend and catch and shoot. He is nice. De'Ron Sharp on offense is – it's nice too. Yeah, he is. He can pass. Yeah, yeah. He's really and they good. need they need that make, that kind of makes sense because I mean obviously you're not really drafting for fit to play right now on a contending team. Like there's a good chance Dayron Sharp won't play, but you do need like connecting pieces like guys that can pass the ball on that team with all those ISO hey, scores. Dayron Sharp might can get some minutes. Even Cam, they might. Yeah, get some you know I mean look, the, the load management is going to be real. So yeah, I'm talking about in the playoffs though. I think they oh, might. You think so? Right now, ready yeah. to contribute. You never know. Now, will they be the key pieces 
No, but I can see them getting some minutes. I can see one of them still in. You know, like Cam Bu- Cam Thomas is a legitimate bucket. I know people throw out the word bucket around a lot, but this is a dude who legitimately has been like a 25-point scorer at every level. So I don't think he's going to get to the NBA and forget how to score. So as soon as they show show that, like, and then Shamit's gone, they open up some minutes for him. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do in free agency. Uh, Cuzzo Javon is now a Brooklyn Net. Okay. But, um, yeah, man, I think Cam Thomas could get some buckets and earn some 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 minutes in the playoffs. Speak. We already talked about the Raptors, though, but Delano Banton, another big initiator, man. My they guy. got two of them. And, My you know, Masai, he was a skill development guy before everything, so I'm yes. sure he got a lot of ideas from yeah. him and Scotty. you know? Yeah, I like I liked the, the Delano. I'm happy he got drafted. I didn't know he was going to get drafted. Um, yeah, that's my guy. I like him a lot. Got to get, get to go back home. Shout Anything out to my else? boy, man. Anything else in the second round that really stuck out to you? I mean, Sharif Cooper really dropped, fell. I mean, I thought he might fall, but not to 48. Yeah, that was another one of my winners was the Hawks because they got your guy, Jalen Johnson. And if John Collins leaves, that opens up a little spot for him. And I think the Atlanta Hawks is the type of team he can thrive on. And I think Sharif Cooper can thrive with the Atlanta Hawks. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like those two picks for where they were at um, onto a team that we already just saw play at play a way that's just infectious. So I think, you know, the pick and roll heavy spread offense, you, you can take Trey Young out of the game. And I think Sharif Cooper can hold down the same thing. Is he going to shoot with range and score as aggressively as Trey Young? No. But the playmaking out of the pick and roll is what he does best. Playing with pace, having live threats, potentially like Jalen Johnson. If John Collins come back, Capella, uh, shooters around him like Hunter, Herder, uh, Reddish might get traded apparently, but even him. So they've been very underrated in my opinion, draft-wise. Travis Schlenk is their, their guy that drafts for them. You know, even a Trey Young. Trey Young, Kevin Herter. Um, they had the class with Omari Spellman. Um, yep. You know, all those guys, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, like the Hawks don't get enough credit for how well they draft. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a big fan of the way the Hawks are doing things over there as far as draft. But people got to start looking at the Hawks draft history over the last four or five years. They've done one hell of a job. One hell of a job. Even John Collins. John Collins was outside of the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. No, you. Sh- I mean, you should give them their flowers because they took so much heat for not getting Luca. You know, I mean, you got to yeah. give them their flowers for everything else. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mentioned Book Night earlier with Mello and Book Night is nice in the backcourt. Like I think they fit well together. I think I think I think they do too. I'm just happy yeah. that they was able to get Kai Jones. I kept trying to put them together and Mox and link them together. I didn't think that they were gonna be able to trade and get them, but they did. Kai Jones at 19. I think he's a great home run upside pick for them at, at a vacant center position. And now they got Mason Plumley. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing we got to I'm mention about Charlotte. JT Thor, another one of my sleepers. Yeah. And you were high on him early too. I mean, I I saw there was like a there was like a wave after you were high on him, kind of. Like people really started talking about JT Thor recently. But no, Sandro to the Bucks. I like it. Nice. I mean, because obviously he's there for the future, but Giannis could take some time off, and then you still got that big initiator at like I was about 11, to say. Right? Is he for the future? He might can play right away in some in some stretches. The, his his skill set is so unique that it works with the Bucks. He can shoot. Well, yeah, you could just if Giannis needs if Giannis needs some rest, you could try it out and see how that works. Right? I think he could play with Giannis. 
No, but I'm saying though, like you know, Giannis is their big initiator. Just maybe fill in a few minutes. But I agree they could play together as well. Yeah. But if Giannis yeah. is on the bench, I'm not. I'm not going to him. <laughs> I'm not going to Sandra. <laughs> I'm gonna let uh, Drew Holiday or Middleton go have to stay on the court and give me, give me some buckets. I also like. Um, I like the Clippers getting Jason Preston. Yeah, that was real nice. And oh, they, they traded down and still got him. I think they liked them even in the first round, right? Yeah, they 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 traded down and they got Keon Johnson and BJ Boston. Upside, a lot of upside, a lot of two wings that can learn from some of the best wings in the game. Paul Jordan, you think, you think BJ Boston? He might spend some time in the G League, if I had to guess. He should get get some confidence, man. He needs some conf- He needs a confidence booster. Um, yeah, he failed a lot. Had a tough year. Um, he needs he needs a confidence booster. Isaiah Todd to the I Pacers. like him a lot. But he was just one pick away of getting that guaranteed money. One pick away. Io went to the uh went to the Bulls. There was some first round buzz for him. Like obviously people thought he was gonna be first round way back, and then he kind of dropped his second round. And then lately there were people saying that uh maybe it'll get back in the first, but unfortunately he didn't. But yeah, I like that for the Bulls. Yeah, Solid. Man. Unfortunately, I got this one right. But I thought they would take him earlier. But I knew he was going to fall. I had some intel. Okay. Intel. No, sources? I had somebody, somebody telling me that. Uh, so you're going to start doing the sources tweet? Sources? I, just, I the... like intel better versus. Okay, sources. intel. Okay. Sources is, is overly used. But um, one of my guys was telling me like days ago that Jared Butler was going to fall because he got cleared by the NBA to play. But his medicals are bad because you still have to get clear by your team just because the nba approves you doesn't mean that the los angeles lakers will and his health wasn't really looking good and somebody told me like don't be surprised if jared butler falls crazy now it was nice to see that the 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 utah jazz still took him at 40 um in my mock draft that i put out right before the draft i said that i'm like "I'll, i'll put jared butler at 30 because i think some team is going to be like you know what this kid if he can, if he can get through, if he can pass, you know, the physicals and get his get his stuff in order, he can be good. And with the Jazz, I think that was perfect. I, I like that that pick, you know, um, especially at forty. That that a thirtieth pick, I have no, I, I had no idea that they were going to pick that guy. I didn't start hearing <laughs> his name until like two days before the draft. Me too. I heard about him. Like, yeah, yeah, he was one of the last guys I heard about in, in this draft. The kid Renz didn't get drafted. No, nah, he was so emotional on Twitter, and I, 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 he, he said why, and it made sense. It's like um, he needed a guaranteed contract or some type of contract to get out of his current contract, um, or something like that. He was saying uh, it was tough, man. It was tough to see. You know, it's an emotional. You know, these are kids with dreams, so I get it. It's it's tough though. I think he got game though. I was surprised to see him going drafted. Luca Garza yeah. got picked. He should have got drafted. Yeah. You I probably mean, look, like Luca Garza. Like people were trying to tell me that he was going first round about three, four months ago. And I was like, no way. I had this debate like at my friend's house. Like, no, that's not happening. Luca Garza is not going first round. No, somebody called me the same thing. Like, why isn't Garza getting picked? And I'm like, we got I, no hate to Garza. But I, I like for people to start to learn that, like, be, you can be a great basketball player in college and that'd be it. Like, people keep thinking because you're great in college that you have to be great or you have to get a chance. And we've seen so many Tyler Hansborough, Adam Morrison, uh, Jimmer Fredette moments where it's like these guys had dominant times in college basketball and didn't do.
in the league because it's an entirely different game. And that's okay. The names that I just named, they're going to be forever remembered in college basketball, but it don't mean that it's automatically going to translate to the NBA. Right. And I think that kind of happens. I mean, look, Suggs is a top five guy, but I think there were times where it was getting a little overboard with him just because of the story and the way he was yeah, playing. In for sure. The, After you know, the shot. And yeah, exactly. And Davion Mitchell's another one. Like, and he'll be a solid NBA player, I think, or a good NBA player. But, you know, I obviously everybody is watching the NCAA. And it's, it's a little bit overblown when we, think so when we take into consideration how players will actually translate to the NBA level. No, for sure. I, I agree. Uh, um, I don't know. You know, but a lot of times we're talking to casual people who just don't understand certain things, which is OK. That's what they have here to learn. Um, you know, out of all the things that I've maybe got right i got majority wrong with the draft which is like i said it's just too much are you talking about wrong in, that you didn't think teams were going to do or wrong in what you would have done yourself? like areas like areas okay. like like for instance like josh giddy i didn't expect but in my mock i had him going seven so I'm, i don't feel too bad because it's right there um but like josh primo who i raved about as my favorite player in this draft watch 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 i had no idea that he was ever gonna go 12 you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, who else? Um, somebody drops. But the one I do want to talk about, um, Keon Johnson. I kept telling people during the NBA NCAA season, when I would go to mocks, I would see this name, Keon Johnson, top seven pick. This is before the draft lottery had happened and we knew who was picking where, but I kept seeing him so high. So I'm like, let me go watch this guy, Keon Johnson. He's got to be, you know, I keep seeing him go high and high on these mocks. And during this time, he might have been higher than Scotty Barnes. Um, So I go and watch the tape and I'm like, he's a good he's a good player, but he's not doing anything that blows me away to where I think he's a top 10 fringe top five pick. And I remember we got interviewed for uh, Corey's magazine, you know, the Harwood, uh, Harwood Herald. That covers fire. And thank you. And um after we did that interview, which was months ago, because I just went back on uh, Corey's show, I asked him at the very end, I say, Corey, you're a draft guy. I respect everything you say because I know you put the work in. Can you tell me what's the thing with Keon Johnson that has that? What's the hype? Like, what do people see that I'm not seeing? And I, I talked to him a couple of days ago and he was saying like, yeah, you, you, uh, you had asked me that like five months ago, you were on that train of, cause I'm not bashing the kid. I think this is actually better for him to drop play for the Clippers. And now Keon Johnston can learn from Kawhi and Paul. Drew. I think that's much more better than him going to what the Kings or some, some, but I just didn't see it. And that that's the one I'm gonna pat my back on because apparently a lot of other GMs didn't see it either, you know? So, cause it, yeah, he started no. dropping super low where it was like, just take him at this point. He's just upside. You might as well just use the pick on him at 22 just use it, but a lot they're like, nah. Yeah, I was surprised at that. You got a lot of things right. Like, I like I appreciate all the tweets I saw with some of them were both with both of us, and then people texting. Yeah, they gave us major love. Yeah, man. Like, you know, it was and to, I'll finish off with Scotty Barnes because you know I talk about him a lot, but yeah. I did not I, I was surprised that Toronto took I would have took him, but I was super surprised that they did. Like, I was that was too. I was, that was crazy. That's why I was telling people in the spaces we had, like. I don't think it's a bad pick. I wouldn't call them losers. Um, I, to me, you know, I think it's a great pick. But facts. I understand. Yeah. But even hearing you talk about him every time we talked, I still didn't think. And I saw different intel. Like, hey, he's not going to slide past five. And I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. I, I just I just thought that they 
they were going to keep it as safe as possible with Jalen Suggs. And yeah. Scotty Barnes is going to be a good pro too, but I just think Jalen Suggs would have been a much more safer one for them. But I, I like it. Take a chance. Take a swing. Um, interested to see what happens with Pascal Siakam though. Yeah, most definitely. I think the most important thing when either we're doing what we do or GM's doing what they do is not really listen to the noise and just go with what you see, you know? That's that's the best thing because now people people are calling me a genius because of the Josh Primo. Because I I don't know if you saw the episode, but it was an episode when we we did a couple of days ago on Through the Wire about the draft and somebody said Josh Primo and I stopped the show and I walked up to the camera and got all in the camera and said, this is the guy to draft. And now people are saying that the Spurs saw that episode and that's why they took him. <laughs> so, hey, through, through the wire, big platform, man. You never know, big platform. Uh, and people, people with the Knicks. I had some some tweets months ago, like at the Knicks, like just tweeting at them, like Josh Primo, Josh Primo. And people were like, and I'm like, hey, I can't say, I'm not gonna keep tweeting too much because of people watching. I don't want the nah. rest of the NBA to see my tweets. But no, yeah, Josh Primo at 12 is, is amazing. I cannot wait to see. That's my guy. I'm glad. Nah, I, you're, like you said, you're, you don't listen to the noise. You see somebody you like, talk highly of them, let it be known that that's your guy, and and boom. Um, yeah, I mean, look, you, you hit often. So, like, you know, people are bound to give you your props, give you your flowers, you know what I mean? For sure. For sure. And, and like, in that top five, that was pretty much everybody I would have best available. So, like, kudos to the franchises in the top five. Like, I think they all made a – Great decision. Obviously, you know I would go with Barnes a little bit earlier, but I think every decision was great there. Before we start letting people up, I do want yep. to say this. that This was my last year anticipating the Warriors trading the pick. They got us two years in a row where all we talked about pre-draft was that they had two picks. The Warriors can make a trade. This is just like last year. They had the second pick. The Warriors are going to trade it. They're going to trade it. Trade, 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 trade. And then we get to the draft. They don't do any trades. Same thing this year. 7-14 with Wiseman. 7-14 with Wiggins. They're going to move it, move it, move it, move it. And we get there, and they don't make one single trade. So if the Warriors in the next couple of years ever get in the, the lottery, I'm done entertaining with that. They're what they're going to do with those picks as far as trades because they let us down twice. I'm with you. I'm with you. And look, Detroit was doing the same kind of thing this year. We're like, oh, we really like Jalen Green. You know what I mean? And yeah. you don't even really you don't really have to do that at what number one. Like you don't. You really and, and the don't. Th- the thing is about that is like that gets out there in the media and Cade could hear that. Like, I don't know. Bro, exactly. That's why I told somebody today, like, if I was Cade, I'd have been like, I don't know why they was playing those games with y'all. <laughs> I was always going one. Uh, I, that was, yeah, but yeah, you don't make me feel secure or happy. They're lucky Cade is the guy that he is and he really didn't get care. I mean, I guess ain't nobody would care. You just got picked number one, but yeah, it is weird that, yeah, I'm, I'm the guy, but you keep pretending that you're going to trade this. That was stupid. Yeah. Look, all this is going to be in hindsight when the Pistons get better and Cade starts yeah. playing well, but it's just, it's just not a great way to start off. You know, it's yeah, just not it's a, a great it, way. I agree with you. If I was like his agent or something, I would have been rubbed. It would have rubbed me the wrong way. Especially most, if you're going to just pick us. Just shut pick us. <laughs> most, most definitely. Pete, thanks so much for joining Combo's Court. We'll get back to Twitter spaces now. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Peewee the Plug. Else. That's what, that's what I tell people now. Just Peewee the Plug. If you type in Peewee the Plug and something other than me pops up, then we have a problem and somebody's going to get sued. But whether it's Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, whatever, 
Oh, we got a trade during the combos core in the spaces. Trishan Thompson is being traded to the Atlanta Hawks for Chris Dunn in a 2023 second round pick. Wow, there it is. Breaking news. Mm. So there Sharif is. Cooper, your minutes just opened up, man. They traded Chris Dunn. Wow. wow. <laughs> there you go. P, thanks so much for joining the show. You know you're always welcome on and talk soon. We'll get back to the spaces. Always, bro. Let's yes, get sir. it. <laughs> there it is, another episode of Combos Court Podcast in collaboration with Friday Night Lights. Big shouts to P for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation, don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button. Also, it'd be great if you could share this episode. Share it on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Share it on your Instagram story. Share it with a friend, man. Would greatly appreciate it. Be on the lookout for episode 290 combo out.